Hello everybody, welcome back to Beyond the Textbook and uh, this is where we get real about learning English. Today our special guest is the wonderful Martha, all the way from Ireland. But I'm going to let Martha tell you a little bit more about herself okay. from now. Yeah. Thank you Aisha. Yes, I'm Martha from Ireland. Um, I've lived in Malaysia for about 20 years and I'm teaching English. Yeah, and uh, you've been with us for quite a while too, hasn't it? How long is I it now? I believe it's about eight years. Really? I, I, I try and forget. Wow. Yes, it, <laughs> I don't want to feel old, but yes, it's about eight, possibly nine years. Wow. I must go back and look at the actual dates. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> so you, you And you've seen a lot here too, you know, we've grown so much and, and uh, now, you know, now you're on our podcast yes. you know so um that's great so anyway um everyone wants to know of course what is our topic today our topic is how can teachers teach english to students with no english if they don't speak the same language mm. it's yeah. kind of raises that big question mark it does, isn't it and it's a question i get asked very often Oh, you do? Well, really? actually, the question I'm asked is, oh, you speak Arabic. Really? You speak Somali. Yeah. And I go, no. So then people are a bit confused. Yeah. And so, I can understand why they would feel like that. Yeah. So, so what kind of people ask you that? Are they students? Well, just or? Pe- my friends or, you know, oh, really? friends of friends or, yeah, people I meet, they ask me what I do. Um, yeah. So they assume if I'm teaching English in Malaysia that I'm teaching Malaysians. So yes, I tell them exactly. no. Um, at the moment, most of our students are probably Arab-speaking, yeah. Somali-speaking students, and they look at me with a little bit of bewilderment. So, beginner students, how is that possible? Yeah, yeah. And I've actually had that myself, to be honest. Um, and even there are some students who ask, mm. "How can a person whose English is maybe their first language or?" It's, it's the most dominant language. Teach me, I know nothing. Mm. I, I can't even, I can say my name and that's it. Um, but interestingly enough, here at Elite, and I think in Malaysia generally, the students do request that. Yeah. So I guess they just want to throw themselves off that great big <laughs> cliff. And <laughs> they're very brave, I have to say. And yeah. I, I feel a, a students who come into a class with zero English and they have a teacher who doesn't share their language, they're very brave. Yeah. yeah. I admire yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So tell us um, perhaps some of the some of the strategies you use um, to to get to their level. So okay, yeah. so. First of all, when when I enter a class, you know, it's it's usually I try to assess them because although our classes are designed for students with zero English, mm. you often find we have some false beginners. So, ah, yeah. What is a false beginner? Well, a false beginner may be someone who has some exposure to English, um, whether it be a primary school or secondary school, but they they don't feel competent enough, or they don't perhaps they feel they've forgotten it, but they actually have some. English, yeah, whether it just be nouns or, you know, list of vocab, or mm. some of, of them actually have some grammar, you know, it comes back to them every now and again. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, that can happen. Um, it, there is also probably a distinction between some of our students as some of our students will use the alphabet in their own language. 
Okay, like what, some, what does that mean? How, their, how? their own language, we, they use ABC to oh, write. Like Somalis, for example. Say, for example, yeah. Somalis. Yeah. 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 So some of them will come in and they, although they have no English, zero English, they yeah. are familiar with the writing the alphabet. Whereas some Arabic students, on the other hand, that's completely new. This system of writing, style of writing. Right. So they're probably the most challenging yeah. students. Yeah. yeah. But they're actually quite rare in the class. Yeah. Um, no, you mean uh, real beginners are quite real rare? Real beginners. These days, I, yeah. I find, yeah, yeah they're actually yeah. quite rare. Yeah. So, so even our Arabic students, I feel they must have some exposure in school. Yeah. Because although yeah. they find it difficult to write the alphabet, they are familiar with the alphabet. Yeah. 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 And I think also with the internet age right now, mm -hmm. um, if they if they're into football or whatever, which is an international thing they're going to pick up a few things you know absolutely um, just just yeah. without them even knowing so they're going to have some mm. some language uh, plus of course social media um, brings that out as well yeah so when you're in the classroom okay you'd like to assess them first and then yeah. what do you do after that well during the assessment I suppose the assessment is a very natural thing what I try to do is find out what they can do Yeah. yeah, rather ah, than focus yeah, on what yeah. they count to. So during the class, it could be, well, usually I would start with introductions. Right. Yeah, right. Now that might be probably quite new to them, um, and I would. So, but it makes them feel comfortable, and they get to know each other. Yeah, yeah. and they feel they feel a sense of achievement when they can say hello. My name is. Yes. Yes. So that's usually a good one, um, and then when we come to talk about names, that usually lends itself to working on the alphabet. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. That could, the alphabet can be a good indication of what do they know, what do they not know. Right. And yeah. it's very interesting when you know you use the alphabet. Maybe you can ask them, "Can you give me some vocabulary? Can we can we put some words to these letters?" Yeah. Um, quite mm. often they do mm. it very successfully. Yeah. yeah? They may yeah. not have words for all of them, but right. they will have football. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the and universal even, word. Exactly. And yeah. when if you allow them to use like their own names and yes. their own countries, they will have those. So yeah. you know, although it might not be totally English words, yeah. we can use the alphabet. So yeah. we can work on spelling. Yeah. How do you spell something? Yeah. Um, and it gives them a great sense of achievement to be able to answer questions. Yes. You know. And I think that's a really interesting thing that people don't realize. Mm. It that that teaching this level is about building confidence isn't it as absolutely. well as technical the technical side absolutely i think yeah. it's more about building confidence and building kind of um an environment where students feel that they can experiment yeah 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 and yeah. they don't worry about making mistakes yes yeah? yes yes um and i think If we can, if we can teach them, or if we can show them that actually you're teaching to a native speaker, yes, and we are having a conversation, yes, you know, yes, yes. you have just introduced yourself. You That's know? right, and um, you have told me where you're from. You know, we've got there. Okay, we've stumbled a little, perhaps on the way, but yeah. we've yeah. achieved something, and yeah. I think that's really important. And I think also, um, you don't, as a teacher, you don't want to be just constantly correcting them all the time. Even though they Absolutely. might say, "Please, teacher, correct me, correct me every mm. single step of the way," yeah. you say, "Yes, I will do that," but actually, you don't. Actually, uh, because it'll yeah. just be completely demoralizing for them. 
totally. I mean, I, yeah. I, that's the last thing you want to do. You really don't want to demoralize yeah. anyone. Yeah. And another thing I think you don't want, you want to challenge them. Yes. You don't want to inundate them. Exactly. Yeah, so that's also a balance. You yeah. Know, um, yeah. And it, it, that varies from class to class. Yes. And from student to student, you know. So um, that's quite important. So you, you build on what they know. Yeah. You build on what they studied, what we've done in the previous class. You revise and you, you know, you build on it slowly. Yeah. You challenge yeah. them, but if you feel they're being inundated, you pull back a little. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So um, one of the things I know um, that teachers do is they learn how to grade their language. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Grade okay. Language? Well, grading your language, I think, is to adjust your language to the level of a student. Mm. Now, it's important to do that in a in a way that doesn't patronize. Yes. I feel that yeah. you, you, you know, I don't want to patronize my students, they're adults. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can actually, for example, grade your vocabulary. Yeah. Um, you can, I try to, to avoid using like phrasal verbs or exactly. a lot of phrasal verbs okay, yeah. or idioms. Yeah. yeah. I try to avoid using like grammar terminology. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, mm, true. Yeah. And then I think sentence structure. When we talk about grammar structure, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's important. Yeah. And I think certain subjects or certain contexts in the class lend themselves to certain um, grammar structures. Yes. For yes. example, you know, the be verb we usually start with if we talk about grammar. Yeah. Um, we usually start with introductions, questions about yourself, questions about your personal profile. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we don't yeah. want to talk about your plans for next week. No. Yeah. We'll yeah. leave that until yeah, another day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's important. When you grade your language, you also have to consider context. Yeah, yes. Yes. You know, yes. Um, what lends yeah. itself to this yeah. context? Yeah. yeah. And I guess, like you say, in the very beginning, you're assessing really how much do they know. Mm. So, because you're so experienced, you think, ah, oh, okay. Unconsciously, your brain's going into, hmm. I'm going to go down to that level of, of yeah. English, and I can feel fairly confident that the kind of language I'm going to mm. use with them mm. is going to be understandable. Yeah, and yeah. I, I guess from experience, from my own experience, and also from learning from other people's experience, yeah. um, you you can kind of predict at what level what issues will, will come up. Yeah, you know, yeah. I suppose as a, an English speaker, you really have to deconstruct the language for yourself. That's good. That's a good. You, you point. know, because yeah. when you watch uh, beginners, especially, you look at some of our grammar structure in English, and you think, "Oh, that's so difficult." Like, for example, you want to introduce your name. Yeah, yeah. my name is Martha. Yeah, I'm Martha. I am Martha. So you're at a beginner level and they already have three different systems of grammar almost. Yes, yes, yeah? yes. And the one that it really is tough, I think, for beginner students is when we say, okay, he is, he is Muhammad. Yeah. And then his name is Muhammad. So he's his, <laughs> it's just so unfair, isn't yeah, it? Yes, like, like, it's like you know, back up teacher. Exactly. You told me one thing, now you're telling me yes. something completely and what's different. what's the difference? <laughs> he's his. So, yeah. yeah, I think you have to actually 
stand back and say, you know, this is not just a walk in the park. No. This, this is tough. Yeah. You know, and I, and I do think that it's a, it takes a lot of energy on the side of the teacher as well. And the, patience. Yeah, and patience, <laughs> yeah. a lot of patience. Uh, but students can pick that up and mm. they, I think they, they really respect that. Mm. They, they are, first of all, probably delighted that they can have someone who's not going to be constantly telling them something in their own language. Mm. So they, they really respect that. Um, but also the fact that they can pick up that you are really monitoring every step of the way what they can say, what what they can comprehend, what they can't comprehend, mm. and, and always adjusting. That's what yeah, I think. You're always I feel adjusting. Are, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. what about um, we use textbooks? Um, we use textbooks and, and, and they're wonderful. Yeah. And they they change. Yes. We update them. Exactly. Which is great for the teachers, uh, great for the students because the contexts are you know more modern modernized. Yeah. Perhaps a lot of them. Uh, one one thing I would I would say about them, some of them are a bit Eurocentric. Euro, yeah. You know yeah, the but, culture. But about, you know, and, let's yeah. go to the bar um, and but, meet meet our friends and have a beer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There is that, um, but they're they're what we are, and I suppose it does introduce students to a certain part of European culture. I mean, there is a benefit to that. Mm. Um, actually, actually uh, I when I first started getting into this, I asked some Arabs. Um, elders actually mm. uh, parents and all that how do you feel this is the textbook we use it does have some um, things about wine and beer and girlfriends yes. and you know are you okay with that and they all said no problem teacher no problem yeah that's their world that's the European world and yeah we know our world's not like that but please don't don't just eliminate it because you know mm. you think it's not culturally or religiously, you know, appropriate. Yeah, well, that's great um, to know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, at the same time, of course, every teacher has to be aware that... I think it's great. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a learning process for teachers when you're teaching a new culture, and, and we often get students from different cultures, you know. Yeah. I mean, they might not be the majority, but it, it's very interesting when they come in and you, you mm. realise, oh, you know... Mm. That something's different or their thinking can be different yeah, yeah so it's it's an interesting to be a teacher I think exactly. you get to meet lots of different yeah. cultures we certainly learn a lot yeah yeah we really and do exactly teachers yeah. learn just as much as the students um, but I think at the low levels I, I find myself the textbooks are like gold because the they textbooks will are gold. well yeah. I also feel I mean I know some teachers probably feel that they, you know you can veer away from the textbook yeah. and, and it's great yeah but I know from a lot of the students especially beginners mm. um, they come in and they're very proud of that book yeah they clutch to you their know, chest they have this new shiny book <laughs> covered in plastic and you know they open it so on my first day I I really want to use that book yeah you know whether it's even if it's only quarter of a page you know, yes. even if it's only just the introductions. Yes. Um, I want to use that book. And, you know, we've introduced the book to them, give them an idea. If they feel comfortable then with the book, they're not scared of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they're, you know, uh, if it's a class that feel confident, I might move on and just show them, oh, you can listen. Here's the tape scripts. These yeah. are the grammar pages. Or yeah. I might leave that until the end of the week. Depends yeah. on the class. Yeah. But I think the students love that book. It's like a security blanket for some yes. of the students. Yes, yes. And also, of course, the 
you know, teachers grade their language already, but the textbook is also totally graded. Absolutely if graded, it, if, yeah. If it's a beginner's textbook, it will only have language that mm. has been taught maybe on previous pages, or mm. um, it, 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 it's quite, um, it's how they, these textbooks have been created is, there's a lot of information has gone into yeah, that. There's a lot of thought. I mean, a I think research, for a teacher, yeah. it gives a wonderful framework. You yeah, know, I think it yeah. really does. Yeah. Um, you know, you can feel you can be consistent. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah. say from one class to the next class, if yeah. you have the next, say you're teaching elementary one this mm. month, you may not teach elementary one until you know six months. Yeah. But you can go back to that yeah. framework of yeah. you know, yeah. I know where I'm doing, I know where I am. You don't have to rethink it each time. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you're going to say? Um, you mentioned something to to me about technology. Yeah, I mean, when I started teaching first, we had the textbooks. Yeah. Great. Yeah, just um, the textbooks. Just the textbooks. And a tape, and a tape, tape. recorder. <laughs> and a tape recorder, yes. And then we moved on to CDs yeah. and we had some videos. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. So we had visuals and pictures. But it wasn't until, I suppose, internet became not so much available, but reliable. Yes, yes. Yeah, that we yeah. as teachers had this access. You yeah. Know? And like the internet it's a scourge for teachers in yeah. one hand but yeah. on the other hand it's a complete blessing isn't it yes yes, um, yes. our students are growing up with, with the it. internet you know our the type of student we teach i don't think has changed drastically mm. but i think the environment that they're growing up in and living in now has changed yeah so for them the internet is the norm yeah so i think for teachers it's a great tool Yes. You know, there's so much there. Yeah. Um, and at that level. At, at, at the, that level. The, the, and the low level, they are just as engaged in the internet as everybody else. They're so. even more so. Um, and one of the things, I think when, the, when smartphones became a thing first, um, as a teacher, I tried to be quite disciplined and get them to turn off their phones and yeah, yeah full attention on me, yeah, on yeah. the class. But I realized it doesn't work. You know, yeah. to yeah. student. In fact, I've had one student quite a number of years ago now. I remember just asking him for his phone, yeah. taking his phone off him, and realizing after a few minutes this guy is, you know, it's like he's gone cold turkey. <laughs> 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 and I handed it back to him, and I realized, well, actually, you know, I have the same problem. Yeah. I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah. You know, we all yeah. are. So uh, one of the things that we can do is try and provide apps or activities or use the phone yeah 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 we yes. can't we, we can't compete with it right yeah yeah they're comfortable with their phones yeah so if you can get, get them to move from working completely in their first language yeah. and use the phones to work on something in the new it, language it, it, the language right. they're learning yeah i think it's a great tool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so we we're really um when we're using people that are when we're teaching people who have no English we have to understand they actually have exposure to everything else in the same way absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, so utilizing all these different tools not just the textbooks and and the amazing uh, projector work internet mm. work but mm. their phones and everything help their them phones. to, to yeah. assimilate English into their life absolutely and mm. some I find it quite funny sometimes when we give them activities to do on their phones um, if I had given them the same activity on pieces of paper, 
matching yeah. matching pictures and matching words it gets boring it yeah. gets old yeah but because they're doing it on their phones they yeah. can actually spend a long time swiping yeah. scrolling yeah. um it seems to suck in their attention yeah you know so yeah. i think yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. a, a wonderful tool to have yeah. in the classroom if we can um it's i i rely on my younger colleagues a lot yeah. for you know yeah. finding new apps new yeah. ideas yeah um yeah. so yeah. i've been lucky yeah. in that sense where we work yeah. together in that way and um help each other to come up with new ideas yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because uh, as i say when people have zero english mm. i i know as a teacher you work so hard to bring everything at that level yeah. and you have to bring everything from mm. everywhere mm. and um I mean, yeah. if you if you're in a beginner's class, I mean, one of the things I think it's important, especially in the first beginner's the first classes that you have with your beginner's class, mm. um, you can't stick with the same thing for too long. Yeah. Yeah. So you you try to have like ten minute blocks or even five minute blocks. Yes. Okay. You drill and um, you, yes. you want to drill things, but yeah. you have to do it in different ways, right. different mediums. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to so be so creative. You have really. to be quite creative. Yeah. So even in the first class, if you can tell your students, okay, we're going to use your phone, and we're going to use an app. Yeah. And then they have to, you have to tell them the English words yeah. of how to go on. But quite often, those words are the same as the words they use in their own yeah. language because they yeah. haven't, you know, yeah. for example, download. Yeah. You know, uh, username, yeah. password, yeah. all of these. Yeah. So yeah. they actually feel, oh, look, we're doing this. Yes. You know, so it's, yes. A, it's another way of building confidence yeah. and making them feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah they have this security. Yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. So, Martha, I mean, I think that um, you've given us so much information about this and. Uh, uh, you know, thank you so much for this. Okay, you're very welcome. <laughs> thank you experience. for having me. <laughs> Great chat. And um, uh, thank you everybody who's listening. And uh, if you know someone who is frightened to start learning English, it's really a lot about confidence, isn't it? Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. and building that. And um, so, it's uh, okay. Thank, thank you again. Thank and you very much. Thank you everyone for listening. And we'll tune in again next time. Okay, great. <laughs>